This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you Minute number 77 of Jurassic Park. Brady, how are you doing today? Doing good. Uh, ready, you know, last yesterday's Minute was uh, kind of a brief one, mm-hmm. but today I've got some really interesting perspectives on uh, what's going on with Grant. Yeah, I think so, there's a little bit more going on in today's Minute than there was yesterday where, you know, Tim was just talking about how he vomited it on himself. But, uh, yeah, you know what? Hey, let's stop uh, just uh, talking about it and go ahead and get into the Minute. You ready? Let's do it. In the previous minute, we saw Grant climb the tree in order to get to Tim, who was stuck inside of the tour vehicle. As the minute ended, Grant guided Tim on how to get out of the car. At 77 minutes, Grant tells Tim to come over the rail. At 77 minutes and 4 seconds, Grant makes his way out of the car and onto the driver's side of the door. The car and the tree both begin to creak under the movement of Grant and Tim. At 77 minutes and 13 seconds, Grant tells Tim that this is just like coming out of a treehouse and asks Tim if his father ever built him a treehouse. Tim says no. Grant responds, yeah, me too. Suddenly a loud snap can be heard. Both Tim and Grant look up to see the tour vehicle lurch forward. At 77 minutes and 32 seconds, Grant looks at the car and then back to Tim and says, oh no. He then tells Tim to go. At 77 minutes and 39 seconds, we see a closer shot of the front driver's side tire that is now twisted. The car lurches forward again. Tim and Grant can be seen descending down the tree as the car slips and snaps over branches as it comes crashing down. At 77 minutes and 44 seconds, the car smashes into a large branch, nearly crushing Grant. At 77 minutes and 56 seconds, Tim looks up. The headlights of the car illuminate his face as the car continues to crash downwards. And thus ends Minute 77 of Jurassic Park. So I love how this minute ends. The light from the front of the headlights on the car just like shining onto Tim's face. And it carries over really well into the next minute. And it's a great job of like foreshadowing. Well, not even foreshadowing, I guess, like showing immediately like this threat off screen. It's a great little a great little moment. But uh, you said before we got into the breakdown there, you have some interesting notes on this minute. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, well, so like I've been talking about this week, um, I think one of the most common themes in this film and this series really is parenting. Uh, and it's probably never exemplified better than in the relationship between Grant and himself, but with Grant and the kids. Um, it's interesting here that Grant is kind of finding some, some commonplace with Tim in the sense that, did your dad ever build you a treehouse? And first of all, Grant is just trying to reach for the most kid, kiddy, like kid friendly topics he can, which he has no idea how to do. You know, he's, he's an adult now and he kind of detests the idea of children. And so he has really no idea how to communicate and, um, get on a common ground with the, with this child he's helping right now. So he says, did your dad ever build you a treehouse? Which is kind of a lame thing to ask, I guess. Uh, and he says, no. And he says, yeah, me neither. And then he says, don't look down. Tim looks down and says, you know, it's too far. And he says, yeah, I saw. And so he is suddenly no better than Tim, no more strong than Tim. And he's having a very hard time being the adult in the situation who has all the answers, who has all the strength. He's suddenly seeing and thinking the exact same things that Tim is thinking. Now, this, uh, this, uh, we have no hero. We have no strong, you know, uh, fatherly figure or anything like that that we can rely on that we know is going to fix the situation. We know is going to help us down out of the tree. We're screwed. Everybody's on the same page. 
and neither of them has had any experience beyond these childhood problems. No treehouse. We're scared of heights. Everything. Um, so we, yeah, there's no, there's no knowing if you're going to survive this or not. Steven Spielberg uh, did something really similar in when he was casting Jaws. Um, Charlton Heston wanted the part of Chief Brody. Well, there's no question who's going who's gonna to win that match, the Shark or Charlton Heston. You know it's going to be Charlton Heston. So you have to go with someone who you don't know if they're going to win the fight. You don't know if they're going to survive. And he went with Roy Scheider, as we all know, uh, who played that part as kind of a flawed person, and if not flawed so much as someone who is kind of weak, in a sense, and that really has to step up. So he's done something very similar with this casting of Sam Neill here and the way that Grant is being... Uh, played in that we we don't know are we is our hero going to survive this and i think that's really interesting well we know the original casting for grant was originally going to be harrison ford and the character seems to have been that was one of them yeah the character seems to be written just for harrison ford you know like the guy hates kids you know he's a sourpuss and all this stuff yeah he uh yeah in in this moment i i I think there's a lot of comedy in it i think that you know when he's asking tim oh you know did your dad ever build you a treehouse no well my you know me me too i don't know if he's responding like well my dad didn't build me one either so i don't know what to do or if he's just not listening to what tim's trying to say you know he's trying to psych tim up at the same time he's not really taking you know the yeah. whole situation into into whatever. It's, yeah, you're right, and their timing is really funny too. He's like, "Don't look down." It's so high. It's like, "Yeah, I saw." Yeah, it was <laughs> almost like you know, "Don't you're look good. into the trap, Ray." I looked into the trap. You know, like uh, yeah, that kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah, kind of, kind of comedic call and response, but um, yeah, I like. Uh, there's a moment here where the car slips and it snaps through a bunch of branches, and it comes in right after Grant. Uh, is is like kind of like bracing himself for impact, you know? Like yeah, Grant kind of like cool flinches and everything, and it smashes into the camera right behind him. And then we get the music kicking back in for the first time in quite some time. You know, we haven't had, mm-hmm. you know, this. Thank God when he climbs up in the tree and has his moment with Tim. There's no like kind of like whimsical music underneath it, kind of like trying to tell the audience how they're supposed to feel at this moment. But uh, then things, you know, get a lot more intense very quickly here, <laughs> in yeah, just a second. Very. But um, yeah, there's nothing that about that is a really cool. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. There's nothing about the way this car works uh, that it, coming down the tree or how it is right now that makes really a whole lot of sense. Now, I think when Tim's there in the tree, I can kind of accept that maybe the branches broke the fall and it's high up in the tree. And as long as Tim isn't moving, you know, it's not falling out of the tree. But the way it kind of like continues to smash downwards, I know the heaviest part of the car is going to be the engine, right? So maybe it's getting driven down by that portion of the car. But you think it would smash into this this limb behind Grant and instead of continuing to come down further it would just like tip over and fall to the ground and crush Lex you know or just smash down onto the roots below so it's I'm okay with suspending my my disbelief for this moment because I think the action is really well choreographed and you know it does kind of Tim and Grant a moment to kind of like bond after what they just got out of but at the same time Mm -hmm. like you do kind of watch it continuing to crash through these limbs and you're like no that's not how it would work it would the momentum of the car would pitch it forward and it would tumble to the ground you know did that did that ever bother you no no I'm watching an action movie (laughs) you know we we suspended you know all of that no it, it doesn't bother me there's some really like I was saying a few minutes prior this sequence always kind of bored me and I I don't know why because it's a thrilling moment it's an awesome you know idea uh, and I do like the fact that they are dropping in action sequences that aren't strictly dino-centric. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a dinosaur related to this at all. Eh, I'm just kind of always looking forward to it to be over at this moment. Yeah. Well, 
Speaking of which, I think our our minute's over now. <laughs> I don't have any other. You know, I do want to go be, ahead. I have one one sure. question that I, would, I should have posed the other day. Is when Lex crawls into that tunnel, there's a light coming out through the tunnel. Where the hell is that light? Coming from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's a great that's know, a great know, question. Know, it doesn't make any sense at all. It should be complete darkness down there. But I guess we had to have something to illuminate yeah. uh, the actress as she got up into the pipe. It, it makes no sense. Also, where this is all happening doesn't make any sense at all. This is. Pro, this is where the Tyrannosaurus Rex was eating the goat earlier. Yeah. If you're kind of like tracking the movement yeah. on everything. You know, about this whole mystery cliff thing, um, and a lot of people have gone to great extent to sort of map out where the T-Rex could have come out and then where the cliff could be so that they're both there. There's a part of me that doesn't care because it gives me and gives us such a good time trying to figure out where sure. is it? Do I see it? Is it not? That it's so much fun to try and figure out where the hell this, how this all plays out geographically. That uh, that's so much funner than to just to be able to see where the cliff is, where it's not. Blah, right. Blah, it's, blah. it's kind of about my so, argument um, about the uh, you know the explorer getting pitched out of the tree and you know falling to the ground, and not actually coming down mm-hmm. through the branches. Like none of this stuff really needs to make sense because it's forward momentum. And when you're when you're watching this movie for the first time, which is pretty much when they're making a movie all that anybody intends you know for you to see this movie mm-hmm. the one time and for it to for you to get caught up in the experience there it completely works you know you're watching this movie and you're yeah. not thinking about the fact that Nidri is you know shifting the sign around you know or you know when he picks it up it was pointing one way previously you know or any of the other hundreds of things in this movie that we pointed out the whole time <laughs> because the geography of this uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex paddock doesn't match up doesn't really matter because you're not really concerned about it while yeah. you're watching it. Because this is a film that is beloved by so many people, and we watched it over and over and over again, do we actually get the opportunity to say, hey, wait a minute, that really doesn't add up here. You know, like, it wouldn't really work out that yeah. way. But, yeah, I don't think it really bothers me as much as maybe I'm just kind of, like, you know, trying to come up with content for a Movies by Minute podcast and might look into that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else for this minute, do you? That's all I got. <laughs> all right, great. Well, let's go ahead and get out of here. Folks, we're going to come back tomorrow with minute number 78. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Kyle. I'm ready. And until next time, hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute. You've been listening to a Pele Media Podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash Media. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Media, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Media. 